Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Bro Girls Radio. I'm Millie. And I'm Emma. And we are both very normal bro girls, just like you, here to talk about all things health, fitness, and navigating your way through this crazy life. We're your new besties. We want you to feel part of our weekly chats, and we're excited to invite you in to our exclusive girl gang. Grab some snacks and chillax whilst we chat. Woo! <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I think we got it. I think we got it. Hello, everyone. How are we doing? Oh, my God. Wow. I'm back. So... It's just Millie G today. I've been away in Bali. So I've been away for the past, what, three weeks? It's been crazy. It's been wild. Oh my God, guys. If you don't follow me on Instagram, um, you wouldn't have seen. But generally, I had the best time ever. Had the absolute best time ever. And I just, I can't believe I'm back. It's just gone so quickly. Um, Also, just before we get into the podcast, I am literally recording in my kitchen. So I hope you're not going to be hearing trains going by or kids shouting and coming out of school you know if you do I apologize um but it's just me and my microphone and my cup of tea and my chocolate so I've got lint mint chocolate with me it's the best thing ever um let's get in the into the podcast so basically I'm going to talk to you guys about the festive period to be honest I didn't really know what to talk about today because I was like I, I, I just feel like I share so much on my Instagram and my YouTube and I feel like you just hear, you know, so much from me and about my life. And I didn't really want to give you an update of my time in Bali or whatever, because obviously I've got that on YouTube, I've got that on Instagram. So I kind of just wanted to talk about the festive period because I know a lot of us struggle with this. And, you know, whether you've got an eating disorder or not, there's still a lot of people who struggle and there's still a lot of people who feel guilty for eating more foods than they usually do. I don't really want to use the word indulging because I just don't, I don't like that word. It doesn't sit well with me. Um, But obviously coming from an eating disorder background, I never enjoyed the festive period. And I, and obviously now I do, like it's, it's my favorite, favorite time of the year. I bloody love Christmas so much. I literally, if I had Christmas every month, I, I would still not lose the novelty. Like I just love it so much. So I'm really happy that I can finally say that because there was a lot of years and just a lot of memories that I have which 
aren't the best memories when it comes to Christmas and like even birthdays as well just like festivities celebrations it's hard when you suffer with an eating disorder and you suffer with like guilty feeling around food um so yeah I know this is going to be very relevant for a lot of you listening men women everyone I think it's very relevant so I'm just here to give you guys my advice my tips my experiences I just want to also say I am very aware of how privileged I am to to be able to celebrate Christmas with family and with lots of food and you know even having the time off work to celebrate it I completely salute everyone who works on Christmas day or you know around the Christmas period and my heart goes out to everyone who can't celebrate Christmas with their family so yeah I'm very aware of that and I I hope that even even if I'm talking about the festivities this the information that I'm giving is still applicable for absolutely everyone out there um so yeah I just wanted to touch on that before I dived into this podcast I'm actually going to start with my flop and fly because we can't have an episode without a flop and a fly so my flop I've had hand foot and mouth disease (laughs) since coming back from Bali and okay I honestly have no idea what the hell this disease is it's so new to me I I had these like bumps on my hands and my fingers and my tongue and also like around my mouth and I was like what the fuck is this they were painful they were like blisters but they weren't blisters if that makes sense like it was just the weirdest thing that all of my toes all of my heels it was so painful to walk and also like to hold my phone and stuff it was just so painful like there was just blisters everywhere and I was I sent it to my family chat and I was like what on earth is this do I need to go to the doctors do I need to go to any what's going on I'm freaking out it was the day I got back from Bali as well so I thought I contracted some sort of herpes or like rabies I don't know it was I don't know I feel like I'm not a hypochondriac but when I'm ill I do think "Mm, this could be bad so I was panicking right and then my family were like oh it looks like it's hand foot and mouth disease and they were saying some other you know diseases and I was like oh god I need to go to the doctors anyway I searched hand foot and mouth disease it was the exact same symptoms that I have so basically that yeah they're just raised dots only on your hands feet and your mouth hence the name and you can't do anything to get rid of it 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 goes within like I think they said 10 days so you just have to sit and live your life with these ulcers all over your tongue blisters all over your hands and feet and it's just the most painful thing ever um so that's my flop (laughs) it's very weird and apparently it's been going around apparently some people have been like oh yeah I know a friend who's got that weirdest thing weirdest thing one of the guys who I went to Bali with also had some sort of ulcers on his tongue and stuff so I feel like we got it from Bali and it's also in the UK I don't know I just hope it's not another COVID touch wood that's not not be another COVID so that's my flop and then my fly is you know what my fly is the fact that oh obviously coming back from Bali like having the best time in Bali literally the most freeing holiday like I felt so myself I felt like like I didn't work out once well apart from like okay I I worked out once or twice but yeah in like a month I 
I hardly worked out. And that is such a big thing for me. And also on top of that, I didn't feel guilty. I didn't feel like, oh, I should probably go to the gym today. Or like, it didn't even cross my mind, which is such a win for me. Oh my God, it's, it's just such a win. Like that is the peak of feeling the freedom, I think. And it's really just so amazing. And even when I got back from Bali, I, do, I wasn't like, right, tomorrow I'm going straight to the gym. I didn't even say that to myself. I just went to the gym whenever I wanted to. And I have had about three rest days since coming back. So I got back like five, five days ago. I've only been to the gym twice. And usually older me would have gone to the gym every bloody day. So that's such a win for me. I really am proud of myself for that. Anyway, let's get in to the episode with Millie G. Right guys, I haven't planned this episode and what I'm about to say. I'm just gonna word vomit the whole time um, and just hope that, you know, what I say makes sense. Basically, all I'm gonna talk about is just, it's all gonna be based on my experience. Um, so let's take it back to my earliest memory of Christmas with an eating disorder. Um, if you are new to this podcast and to this community and family and all that, welcome. I hope you're well. Thank you for joining. Um, if you don't know, I had suffered with an eight year long eating disorder, but it was undiagnosed. I had no idea. Well, I obviously, I don't know. I was just in denial. I was in huge denial. Um, whenever like my family or friends would, you know, show their concern for me, I would just be like, what you, what you want about? Like, come on. I'm absolutely fine. Like I'm naturally skinny, all this stuff. Um, even though I knew deep down that there was definitely a lot of things that I was hiding, um, from my family and friends and even myself. Um, so obviously with the Christmas period, it's known for like lots of food, lots of alcohol, chocolate, like just lots of food. Okay. And also lots of social events. Um, everyone's just celebrating and having fun. And for the majority, it's great. It's so fun. It's just the best time of year. For others who suffer with an eating disorder, um, it's hard, really hard. And I think a lot of people don't really understand that. They don't get it. Like, it's so hard to describe and explain how someone with an eating disorder feels during these times. But the way that I would explain it is just feeling completely out of control, completely helpless and frustrated I guess like I felt I feel so much frustration no I felt so much frustration during these time this time of the year because I felt like I couldn't control anything yeah it was all about the control having control over what I wanted to do having control over what I wanted to eat um and it's funny because like I always think during my eating disorder control was the main thing that I wanted yet during that time I had absolutely no control over myself because it's my eating disorder that had control over me. So it was such like a juxtaposition. I wanted control and I was, I had this eating disorder because I wanted control, yet I had no control at all because it was this eating disorder that had control over me. And it's funny when you think of it, think of it like that because then you understand, right, okay, this eating disorder isn't actually doing me any favors. like. If I want control, then I need to get out of this eating disorder. I need to take control over this eating disorder. Um, and like, kind of like just twisting your mentality like that. Um, so yeah, Christmas period, 
terrifying. I would do so much preparation um, before Christmas. I would get angry um, at my family and my, especially my dad when I'd see him making the potatoes on Christmas day with all of this oil, all of this duck fat, like it literally boiled my blood inside. And I hated seeing seeing him do that. That's just one really vivid memory that I have every year. Even not every year, it was like every Sunday when he was doing roast dinner as well. Um, I would also just, yeah, a lot of preparation. So I would, <laughs> I hate saying it, but I just completely dropped my calories. I was going to the gym all the time. I just really felt like I had to compensate um, just to make, I don't know, to make up for all the food that I'm going to be eating on Christmas Day and Boxing Day and even Christmas Eve and whatever. So it makes me sad because I felt like I had to plan so far in advance just for a few days of freedom. And even on those days of quote-unquote freedom, I was definitely not free or utilising that freedom because I was still tracking my calories in my roast dinner and tracking my calories in the in the Christmas pudding and I mean I didn't even have the Christmas pudding I'd have like one spoonful and I'd always remember like my mum when I went veggie my mum obviously had to make something separate for me and I would like go on BBC Good Food and search for the lowest calorie um like Christmas alternative to turkey and sometimes I'd even think oh I wish I actually just ate meat now because turkey is a lot less calories than all these like pastry centerpieces and like butter butternut squash wellington and shit like that and it's so sad that i thought that it's so so sad and oh my god it's literally sends shivers through my whole body when i think of it like that because it's like this is one day or like a couple of days in a whole year and i'm still meticulously measuring and planning every single thing just to allow myself to have some food with my family which I should be grateful to do anyway like that it's just it takes all of the fun out of Christmas when you have an eating disorder or you know guilt guiltiness around food if that's even a word so yeah and the I remember the first Christmas it was during the COVID time because when I gained weight it was 20 I started to gain weight in 2020 finished my weight gain in 2021 so that's last year which is still mad when I think of it like that that's literally last year it's not even that long ago um and the first so I remember so I started weight gain I started to gain weight in uh September end of September 2020 so it was only two three months until Christmas and don't get me wrong like I was so much better in my head on that in Christmas 2020 but there was still like oh still a little uncomfortable like still those sort of thoughts in my head but the Christmas 2021 was the first Christmas where I didn't track my Christmas dinner and my Christmas food and all the food that I ate during that period which blows my mind and I actually think removing myself from my fitness pal was the turning point for my whole journey it literally took all of that stress away it took all of the the second thoughts and the doubts of, oh, should I have an extra scoop of ice cream or should I really have another chocolate in the celebrations box? It took away all of those thoughts because I had no idea how many calories I ate that day. So I could have had, you know, I I, I have no idea where I was. 
So I had no like boundaries. I had no point that told me you need to stop. There was nothing. So literally when you, it, it just took away that whole strict mentality. And even people who track calories and they and they say they're not strict with it, trust me, it will still be in the back of your head. Like, it will always be in the back of your head. If you're tracking calories, you're gonna be thinking of it in the back of your head because it, it becomes such like a habit to track calories. So even if you're not tracking it on your phone, you're still gonna be tracking it in your head. So yeah, as soon as I deleted that app and really just allowed myself to eat what I wanted, every day even if it was like so much food because that's what happened after I stopped tracking I was always just questioning how much I was eating because I was like oh god am I overeating like where am I it's just the fear of the unknown um but I told myself look I I'm not gonna get this far into my journey and let an app stop me from reaching my full potential so I said to myself, look, if, if Millie, if you want to eat all this food that's all in front of you and you have no idea of how many calories it is, you do that because it's just my body trying to play catch up. And also it's because it's not used to all this freedom. So I knew that in a week, two weeks, a month, my body will start to realize that I can have any food that I, that I want because I will, I will give it the food that it wants so I'm not gonna like I'm finally stopped the pattern of ignoring it because as soon as you as soon as you start ignoring your hunger signals your body will be so confused and then when you do have an ice cream or you do have some sort of food that you don't usually allow it to have it's gonna go crazy because it's like oh it's gonna just like jump on the chance to having that sort of food and that is when binges occur and stuff so I said to myself I'm going to allow myself to have any any food that it wants and then it will start to realize it actually doesn't want all this food because it knows that it can get it every single day so it's not going to have the urge and I was right it doesn't have the urge and it's just I eat intuitively and some days I eat way less than other days and it's just intuitive and it just balances it out and it's just amazing and it's like why didn't I live my life like this sooner because it's just so freeing so Christmas last year was the first year that I didn't count my calories and it generally was one of the best Christmases I think you know when you're younger and you're like oh presents like you just always think about presents and Santa Claus like that's how you kind of see Christmas and now I see Christmas as like family time together freedom food like I love the food so and I, I know I always tell myself you are not going to change after just three days, four days, a week, whatever it is of being out of routine, of eating more than you usually do. You know that every year, every year is the same thing. It happens every time. My body, because I used to think as soon as I overindulge, my body gets bloated the next day, which is obviously natural. It's gonna, the food's gonna have to go somewhere, right? And then a couple of days later, it will go about, it'll go back to normal, to like how it used to be before I overindulged. And I'd say to myself every time, I knew it, like, I knew it was going to get back to there. But it's so hard to tell yourself that in the moment because you just think your body's just going to stay like that forever. And so after Christmas, I used to think, oh my God, my body's so bloated, it's going to stay like this for a whole year and I'm going to have to, I'm just going to get bigger and bigger every year. And it's like, no, Millie, shut up. 
shut up stop being so silly and just remember that it will literally go back to normal like it's water retention it's all the food that you just eat and you're gonna shit it out (laughs) You, you don't need to do anything differently um and I actually said this in my youtube video the other day that um wait did I upload it uploaded yesterday or today about how as soon as I let go of these rules my body was just happy right and once my body got happy it actually looked a way that I liked if that makes sense like it 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 just looked a lot happier it didn't look like it was holding onto all this water retention. It didn't look stressed. It didn't look like, like I didn't have body dysmorphia anymore. I think that's what it was. It was body dysmorphia. And I felt like I was like, oh my God, I, I'm looking at myself in a completely clear lens, completely clear glasses, you know? Um, and that was because my body was happy because it was finally just free. And like, it wasn't so tied up with all these rules. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. It didn't feel like it was just constricted and stressed and angry at myself because it was just happy and free and it just did what it wanted to do. And with everyone's body, when you just allow it to do what it wants to do, it will be happy and you will have this clear vision and you will actually be happy with how it looks because you've let go of those rules and it's just free and it's not holding onto all the water attention. Sorry, I'm really blabbing on here. Um, so yeah, where was I? I thought I just had to say that. Some tips that I want to give you guys if you are feeling really anxious around this period um, and all of that. 
I want to remind you guys that this is one time a year. One time a year. And the older you get, I don't know whoever, like, I don't know how old you are, but the older you get, the quicker your years go. And I don't know why that is. It just is, especially with me. I just, this is just obviously based off my experience, but the older I'm getting, the quicker the year's going. And it's bloody scary. I tell you that now, it's actually scary. My life is flashing before my eyes. I feel 18 still inside and I'm 25 now. I know I'm still young, but that just goes to show how quickly these years are going by. And I'm not going to waste any more time stressing about my body, stressing about food, stressing about such trivial things when you look at the bigger picture. You're gonna get older and you're gonna look back on your years and think, why the fuck did I stress about that Yorkshire pudding? Or did why the hell did I stress about those extra chocolates? Like, oh my God, like, I'm happy in my body right now. Why did I stress about that? You will honestly guarantee you, you will be so frustrated at yourself for stressing about these things when you're older. So I'm like, I'd rather just live my young years to the fullest now, look back when I'm older and think, thank God I lived my life like that because you only have one life, right? And it's so hard, like I think it's so hard to wrap our brains around the fact that we only do have one life because I don't know about you, but I feel like my life is just infinite and I'm gonna live on forever, but it's actually not the case. And usually I get these like little, just realization moments in my life every now and then where I'm like, oh my God, this could be my last day on earth, what the fuck? And then I will just do, I don't know, I'll send like, I love you to my parents or whatever, but sometimes you need those realizations and think to yourself, okay, I need to actually, get out of my head here, stop stressing about the really small things and actually just start living freely. Like at the end of the day, everything will have its own solution. It will all resolve. Everything will be fine. You are not going to get obese after a some couple couple of days of Christmas, you know? Um so yeah, when I ever have little like hiccups or little points where I'm like oh, I feel a bit sluggish. I feel like I probably shouldn't have those other bits of chocolate. I've literally just eaten a whole apple crumble and custard and three Yorkshire puddings and a Christmas pie. (laughs) But then I think, Millie, if you want it, you go get it. You go get it, girl. Really, it's not going to do you any harm. And when I'm older, I'm going to thank myself for telling myself that. And I know you will too. So just think, what will your older self say? What will your older self say? Also think, what will your younger self say? Because at the end of the day, you're still the same person as your 13, 14, 16 year old self. So if for me, my 16 year old self, up until I was 23, didn't like Christmas because of the food and the calories. And she would just say, she would say to me now, my 16 year old self will tell me now, Millie, you can enjoy that. You will like, just, just please enjoy the freedom because right now as your 16 year old self, she's not enjoying it. And I just wish someone would. And I really hope sometime in my life I can enjoy the freedom. And that's what all I can hear her say to me. She'll be like, thank God you're enjoying it. Like, oh my God, please take advantage of it all. Like, wow, I can't wait to experience what you're experiencing right now. 
because she is the same person I am still my 16 year old self inside and it makes me really emotional because it's like I've done a whole circle that's really quite crazy like I've gone I've come so far and I have to remind myself that as well because sometimes I'm just going through the motions and like all I care about is just helping other people but I need to remember that whoa I've, I've come so far like my journey is really I'm proud of it I'm proud of it so much and it's the Christmas period that helps remind me of that as well because I've come so far and I can enjoy it and I can look forward to it not dread it another tip that I I could give you guys is always remembering that this feeling will pass this feeling of fullness will pass this feeling of bloating will pass this feeling of guilt will pass like always say to yourself in your head this feeling will pass and the more you say it the more you'll actually listen to that and understand it and be okay with it like you'll be okay feeling full I feared feeling full for so many years I hated the feeling of fullness obviously it's not comfortable like it's kind of hurts doesn't it (laughs) but I can now just sit in it as opposed to avoiding it completely and when I sit in my feeling of fullness I'm like oh yeah my tummy is happy right now like she's she's well fed and then I'll just have a nap (laughs) from food coma but yeah always remind yourself in your head tell yourself this feeling will pass I think that really helps even if you like need to write it on your hand or whatever on Christmas day like just do that do what you need to do um also I think it's really important to just talk to your family and friends talk to anyone who you feel like you're safe talking to um I that was one thing I wish I did I didn't talk to anyone about how I felt towards food and my body um because and it just made me feel more alone it made me feel so lonely and it made me feel like no one understood it made me feel like when people kind of did recognize something was going on in my head like you know maybe I wasn't eating my food or whatever it made me think that they were all against me but obviously it's because they didn't know they didn't understand and I wish that I just gave them the space and the time to understand and to just listen to me and remember that your closest people will not judge you um well as a matter of fact no one will judge you but I think your closest people in your life will be there to listen to you and they'll obviously want to help you and just be aware that because eating disorders and this sort of mindset around food and exercise is still very taboo I think it will probably make some people feel a bit uncomfortable they don't really know what to say they don't want to do um that's only because people don't talk about it enough so open up that conversation open up that safe space to allow yourself to talk to them and for them to listen and learn and if you know like they'll they'll be learning along the way like sometimes they may say you know things that may trigger you or they may say things that you may think is out of order or you may think they're kind of judging you always think it's not the case it's just because they don't know what to say they don't know but they just want to help so the more you communicate to them the more they'll understand and learn um so really like please 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 talk to your mum siblings friend brother dad anyone who you just feel like you can trust just let them know that you know it's an uncomfortable time for you at the moment and you just want them to be there for you they don't need to do anything but you just want them to listen to you 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 just want to feel heard and understood so that's really important 
Um, I'd say another tip is kind of see it as like freedom. Like you want freedom. You want, as, as for Christmas this year, you would like freedom as your present. And the only person who can give that to you is yourself. No, not Santa Claus, not your parents. Like that's yourself. So that can be the gift to yourself. You can give yourself freedom this year. That is the best present you could receive generally is the best present there is absolutely nothing better um and obviously that's coming from someone who has had materialistic things and whatever like generally freedom is the best present I've ever received in my life (laughs) because it's like it's it's infinite it's like forever it's something that will just be there forever and it's the best thing ever and you, you gain so many memories from it and so many so much happiness and oh guys sorry I'm really going on but yeah tell yourself for Christmas this year I would love freedom and you can give yourself that also I would say just take each day as it comes don't plan stop yourself from planning things stop yourself from looking at menus before you go out for dinner stop yourself from restricting in the day so that you can eat or drink in the evening please stop yourself you have to just take each day minute hour each everything as it comes okay because there's no point planning the more you plan the more you're throwing your freedom and the more you're feeding that eating disorder we don't want to be feeding our eating disorder we want to be feeding ourselves (laughs) so please just yeah take each just take it step by step um journal i think journaling is really important journal anything that you want just journal just journal everything I found it so hard to journal my true raw thoughts because even I found it hard to admit admit things to myself so just try and be really truthful to yourself um because it will just open up that safe space and it will just release it okay because it's all like it's all just trapped within you you need to just release it in some way and journaling even voice noting to yourself anything like that it will really help so do that um hopefully that can help you guys also i think i want to touch on the january like the january getting back on track this stupid malarkey it saddens me so much whenever i go into the gym in january just doing my thing i see all these people on the treadmills all these people on like the cardio machines every single cardio machine is full and every single even yeah every single machine is full um and i just think like these people are here for probably the wrong reasons i mean obviously not everyone but there's going to be a lot of people here for the wrong reasons because they'll be there for like a month maybe two months and then they'll just stop again because their mindset is i need to burn off these calories or i'm going to start this year in the best way i'm going to lose weight this year i'm going to like it's just all about aesthetics all about your appearance all about calories and it's like why don't we just go to the gym to literally feel good to get endorphins to have to clear our minds to to just move our body to get blood flowing around our body like the more blood we have flowing around our body the more we can think i feel like when i'm stuck indoors and i haven't moved at all i can't think because like everything's just like there's no blood going to the brain you know um i just think we need to change our whole mindset and i know it's so typical to say that but when you do you actually understand it and you're like oh my god why can't everyone do this 
people will go to the gym in January to burn off their Christmas period. And I hate, I just hate it. Even like so many friends and family still do that and they still say that to me. And I'm like, honestly, do you not understand my story here? <laughs> do you not understand where I've just come from? So what I was gonna say on that is don't feel pressured to follow the crowd who do that because the majority of this society are still very much wrapped up in that sort of way of thinking. And there needs to be a select few in the society to show them otherwise and to teach them the actual, you know, better way of living. And I feel like this whole community we got here can do that. We can show everyone that that's actually really shit and sad way to live their life every year, every January back in the gym. And then it gets to summer and then they're doing whatever. And then Christmas and they're over, like they're eating loads of food. And then it's January getting back in the gym again. Like imagine that cycle every year. How mundane, how exhausting. So yeah, let's just prove to those people like that that's not the way to do it, you know? Um, and you can do that as well. Um, I also think removing the triggers, and I say this all the time, but it is really the best thing that I did as well and well like for example one of my triggers was my fitness pal like that was the biggest trigger I think actually um and as soon as I removed that then life was a breeze give or not really it wasn't a breeze but you know what I mean like it was a lot easier um so removing triggers like okay say if you're watching tv watching the news and you're seeing a headline that says joe oh I can't even say that name (laughs) that says a certain fitness influencer uh has released a 30 day shredding workout program to shred off all of the christmas food okay that's it that's the headline on the news whatever just turn it off like literally turn it off switch it over you don't need to hear that you don't need to see it the more you take into that information the more you're going to believe it and we know that that's just not true we know that we don't need to believe stuff like that we're smart enough to not go down that road, just remove the triggers, um, people online that you see talking about, I don't know, say they've put up a post, and in their caption they're saying how to get back on track, nah, uh, uh, see you later, anyone who uses the phrase getting back on track can, no, that's an absolute unfollow from me, I'm sorry, but getting the back on, I just don't like getting back on track, I always say you're, you're always on track, like you've, you are always on track, if you go off track, then what are you doing? Like, how are you going off track? What What do you mean by going off track? You should always be on track. Even if you're on a diet, you you are, like, and if you, okay, right. Even if you're on a diet, you've had a whole week of eating and drinking, whatever. That's not going off track. You're still on track because you need to be doing that to, 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 to lose weight. You need to be doing that to stick to your diet because then if you're not doing that, it's gonna it's gonna cause a whole binge restrict cycle and that's going, that is going off track, guys. That is not, the track that you want to be on so I always say we're always on track so anyway sorry another tangent anyone who says getting getting back on track just give them a little unfollow or give them a little mute I think I'm gonna end the episode here I think I've blabbed on too much this is kind of just a whole brain dump on my thoughts of you know the Christmas period and everything um I just want you all to know that this Christmas period should be enjoyed it should be it's just, it's just to enjoy your time with your friends, your family. It's just to enjoy your life. Like, guys, this is the life we're living right now. We're literally in the midst of our life. You need to enjoy that because you don't know when your last day is. And as morbid 
as that sounds, it's so true. You really don't know when your last day is. And sometimes you only realize that when it hits a bit too close to home and you're like, shit, her, like, I wish I, I don't know. There's some people in my life who have unfortunately passed at too young of an age and it makes me think, oh my God, we really don't know when we're going to go. And it's, it's so sad to think about that. But sometimes you have to remind yourself that to enjoy your life and to really let go of those trivial rules and worries that we put on ourselves also I want you to know like don't feel like you have to eat so much food and like go crazy because then it will lead to a whole restricting binging cycle and that will yeah it will probably make you go into the gym in January and go to the gym every single day like all the other people in society do and like I said we know we're a lot smarter than that so just generally eat what you want to eat that doesn't mean you have to go crazy that doesn't mean anything it just means eat what you want to eat and if that does mean you're eating so much then yes so be it you go get it girlfriend like or boyfriend guy or girl whatever just do it don't overthink it I think we overthink things too much don't we obviously I can put my hands up and say I do overthink things as well try and like think to yourself what would Millie do what would Millie say she would go say have that donut she would and enjoy it so anyway I love you guys oh I need to give you a quote I cannot run away from the episode without giving you guys a quote so I it's a little bit cringy but whatever life becomes more meaningful when you realize the simple fact that you'll never get the same moment twice I'm gonna say that again Life becomes more meaningful when you realize the simple fact that you'll never get the same moment twice. And you won't. You'll never get the same moment twice. So take that and use it in your life. Use it during throughout this Christmas period. Just use it, okay? You'll never get the same moment twice. Make that moment a memory and a memory that you'll cherish forever. And I'm going to leave you on that note. So I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you can, if you do like this podcast, please rate it on Apple Music. Um, share it on Spotify. Share it on your stories. Um, it means the world to us. It's literally the only way that our podcast can still run just by doing those things. So thank you if you do do that. And we'll see you. Emma will join in the next episode. Um, and we'll see you next week. Love you. Bye. Baby, I'll never that far cause I'm not better than that so baby why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.